Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene! Run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Everything is so dumb, 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 Welcome to America, listeners. America. Are we? I know America. Are we America? Customs and Border Patrol? Is that what this is? For That's, the listeners. Okay, because we're, we're guarding the customs to the border of knowledge? Check your ears mm. at the uh-huh. gate. Yeah, check Get your ears your... somewhere, motherfucker. Empty Make sure to... your pockets of thoughts. God, we're so, I don't have so much we're so good at podcasting. This is Man. really... Amazing Burnout is stuff. real. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, life is... Cody, Katie, mm. did you know there's an NFT band? <laughs> oh, thank goodness. No, okay, okay. so... Guys, Scrapping the that intro in. entirely. Delightful uh, smile. <laughs> he can't even... He can't even wait to share this. I don't, I don't know I'm what so, this story I'm is. I'm so happy. So, if you don't... If, if if you spend any time on social media, you're probably aware that like NFTs are a thing, and for reasons that are knowable unto not even God, uh, the most popular ones are a bunch of procedurally generated, um, almost identical cartoons of apes in various clothing. Like it's the same basic ape image, and some will have lasers shooting out of their eyes, and yeah, some will have party hats, and some have sold for. I think the the most one sold for was five hundred forty million dollars. Um, and it wait didn't, a oh, second. That's all? Now it didn't. It didn't for real sell because what what you it do with these sold. things? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, it, I mean, yeah. What you do with these things is you own one, and you either have a, a separate wallet, or you like pay someone to buy it for slightly more than a certain amount of money, and you give them a kickback. Whatever. Like, there's a couple of ways to do it, but it's just this process of people like. By pulling it like like 
starting with like, you know, you get it up to the first 10, 15,000 or whatever like that by kind of using your own money to establish that it has value. And because of the blockchain, the transactions where this is you selling it to you or a proxy over and over again, those transactions like are registered on the blockchain. So it looks like, oh, wow, people have just been progressively paying more for it. The values like quadrupled in uh, three days. I should throw down money right now. And then suddenly no one's willing to buy it because there's not like actual demand for this, which is why Logan Paul paid 700000 for an NFT that he can't sell for like, or last I checked, he was have, uh, unable to sell it. And the mm. one that was $540 million, it was found because whoever did the deal wasn't being careful enough. He like bought it as with a separate wallet and then transferred it back to his original wallet, which people could see. So I guess you could say the strength of the blockchain is that uh, people were able to find out pretty quickly, oh, this guy conned everybody. He's just buying his own thing to raise up the price. But on the other hand, um, it doesn't seem to have stopped the irrational exuberance over cartoon pictures of monkeys selling for millions of dollars as part of a money laundering scheme. So now Universal Music Group has bought up four um, of these like monkey pictures. Uh, the specific thing they're from is called the Board Ape, Board Ape Yacht Club, which is one of the NFT projects that like there's a little more of an actual thing going on and that having an NFT, like you get into this digital community and shit, like there's some perks that aren't just you own a link to a drawing. Um, and for whatever reason, people are, Universal has decided this is a good thing to bet on. So they bought like a handful of these NFTs, and then they found musicians. They basically made the monkeys, like the band, but they're also- But out of NFT images? <laughs> out of NFT images of monkeys. Um, and now they're, they're doing a musical thing. It's probably going to be like a shitty gorillas ripoff, right? <laughs> yeah, it has to be. A to shitty be. Gorilla. Or yeah. the monkeys, I mean. Or the monkeys. You... Yeah. yeah. A it's... mashup. I could get behind um, that. I can't yeah. get behind any of this. I- it's stupid. I mean, it's incredibly serious. dumb, right? Have you seen the ad for the <laughs> official NFT TV show? What? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. We're no, actually we're playing more. this. We're playing the audio from this in the fucking episode. I'm gonna drop it in. So this is a shit. Like I, again, it's another one of these things where a group of people with some actual money, um, potentially they got rich in NFT. I don't know, but like they've got enough to put together anima a little animation. Um, and they're advertising a TV show made up of NFTs that uh, people bought and like licensed to make the show. Because not this every NFT doesn't work this way. The NFT on its own confers the right to nothing but like where the link is stored. Um, but the oh, board apes in particular, when you buy one of these, you get the ability to like sell the rights to this procedurally generated ape image, which are deliberately the laziest things in the world. So they're not characters; they're just like crude images. And anyway, some. I'm sure grifters, I'm certain this is going to fall apart as a grift, but they had enough actual money or, or enough people who believed in the vision that they put together this trailer for a cartoon TV show based off like four licensed NFTs. Like three of them are apes and one of them is uh, identical drawings of lions, basically. So I'm just, I'm going to play, or we're going to play this now. I, I hate explaining this because it's so stupid, but it continues to be a fucking I've thing. So I'm explaining. Such a good job of like not knowing enough about this to get I, mad. I, I, <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's infuriating. I it is am befuddled by it. I, it is the it's not even infuriating because of like the environmental cost. Like, yes, there's a separate place in my head that's angry about that because like 
a billion things people do have horrible. Making normal movies has horrible environmental costs, right? Like we do a lot of sh- shit that's bad for the environment. That's not the specific reason that I hate NFTs. The specific reason I hate NFTs is because of how fucking stupid they are. <laughs> like, it's so stupid and boring and empty yeah. and like bankrupt I just, isn't the right word. I mean, yeah, I hate to sound money on it, but like your grandparents of like just not understanding the appeal, but really, really, what's the appeal? Um, yeah, play this trailer. I mean, the appeal is making money for the people who get really into yeah. it. Yeah, let's watch. Let's watch this Here cartoon is, masterpiece. Yo. One man, one design. Wait. Am I reading this right? I'm doing a VO about monkeys going to space. Oh my god. Okay, whatever. Sorry. Whatever gets me paid, right? We have ignition. What? It's the year 2130. Earth is dying. Humans fucked up real bad. Michael Jackson bad. But there's still hope. Where there's an ape, there's a way. Come on. That's a dog. Yeah, it's because of Dogecoin, I'm guessing. <laughs> the Red Ape family, coming Jeez. soon. I don't know what I looked at. So how, how, how are you <laughs> feeling about that, Cody? It's you you look like you're about to have an aneurysm. Am I? Oh, God. It's a combination <laughs> of so many things that I just don't, can't, like, it's nothing. It's nothing. What was that? It's what it I was. called fucking was Musk it? One. Like... It's a yeah, bunch of the you spaceship guys, was called the Musk One, yeah. And the, they're I just can't, pictures of them looking out spaceship windows. And that's it's, it. That's again, the trailer. The laziest animation, and it's it's yeah. not. I'm not talking about like like you watch an old cartoon like the Flintstones and like the animation, the things that can make the characters do is kind of primitive to today. And like, there's kind of a charm to that. This isn't charming. This looks like something somebody put together on a laptop for forty seven dollars. Well, because that's what they. Did yeah, because that's what they did. It's charming. The Flintstones is charming because that was not lazy in any capacity. That's where we were at. (laughs) Like (laughs) that was a lot of work to make. Um, This was not. I hate that so much. And ah, it's just what is it about? What is like? What is it about? about? What? Who is writing? Well, there's no hint of the plot other than the world's destroyed. Yeah. Also, I mean, like where there's a what was it where there's a uh, an ape, there's a way. Yeah, something yeah, like on. that. Where that's, there's a that's will, that's there's not an a... ape. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah, Why? they're they're Are they're they? not great writers. I mean, it's it's that's this fine. thing where they they have this all-consuming vision the people who like because it's a it's a mix of people in nfts of like people who are just laundering money right and and they're just like well this is this is a great way to launder money or people who are good con artists and are like well i can make and a lot of people have pulled off multi-million dollar cons by like creating a line of nfts and then taking all of the money um and not delivering any of the promised features like it happens all the time in this world it's just this like stupid it's also, they're so insistent, the people who are true believers, because that's most of like the, the marks, right? Like the people who just want, you see, see this as a money-making venture are using the people who think that this is going to be all of society as marks. And I would feel worse for those people if this wasn't their vision of all of society. If like they weren't the kind of people who would look at some shit like this and be like, oh, okay, the, or, 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 or like this is a good future. 
where like we randomly generate images of apes and cast them in cartoon shows, <laughs> right? Um, like, and and have that be our currency, right? And it, it's not this on its own because it's like, yeah, I'm sure at some point there will be completely computer generated plots and actors and voice actors and whole whole stories that human beings never had a hand in touching. And maybe they'll just be interesting because of how ridiculous and unhinged they are, certainly at first. But like, this isn't fun. It isn't kitschy. It's just crap. It's just they've invented a way like to kill more trees draft. to make crap. It's yeah. like a first draft of a sketch that you make when you're just out of college. Yeah, and No God one willing. wants to watch it. Yeah, and, and in fairness, this has 79th, which gives you some idea of like, number one, what a con NFTs are. Like the big companies that are getting in, the, in on this, I think are getting fleeced like a lot of the little people because th the numbers that some of these are selling for have convinced people like, okay, this is a real thing or at least real for a while. But it, this is a small, I mean, this video has 79,000 views, right? And most of them are people making fun of it. It has 404 likes and 29,000 downvotes, or 404 upvotes and 29,000 downvotes, which is an yeah. amazing ratio. That's oh wow, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. It just anyway. The good news is that the the new whatever spending bill that just came out the the big the big you know Biden's very happy about it. The thingamajig. Um, the build it's back got, better. The infrastructure. Yeah, bill? there's some shit. The infrastructure. I think it's in that bill. It may have just gotten passed around the same time, but there's some restrictions on what NFTs. They're not restrictions. There's clarification as to how they're being treated because a lot of critics of NFTs have been saying this is just unlicensed securities trading. You're just you're just trading securities without a license, um, and you're calling it something else. And now the government has said, "Hey, yeah, you got to treat these like securities," which means when you sell one to somebody. You have to have an actual person. You have to provide a person's information to the government as to who that sale was, which means you can't anonymously pay people to just like bid things up as easily because you're also paying more than 30% taxes. Or I think it's about that much on like that, the biggest ones mm. of these. You're paying taxes on these for every transaction and they have to have the real names of real people so that you can't. The benefit of this from a grifting standpoint was that since it stood outside of the, uh, because like actual art, like real art, is used for money laundering all the fucking time. Um, it's been a huge problem, and a bunch of laws it came in, and safeguards were put into place to reduce the ability of art sales to work in the same way that I explained NFTs work. And now the situation is that, um, like, for a while, NFTs were kind of, nobody was looking at them, or the government was not taking action on anything. So you could have the same guy just bid up, as long as he had other crypto to use as like the basis, just continually bid up the price of, of whatever NFT he had until like, wow, this is worth $20 million. And look at all these people who have bid. Maybe it's just this one guy. He can't do that anymore because he's paying taxes on every one of those transactions that exists to jack up the price of the NFT. And he has to make it public who, like he has to, he has to at least let the government know who's, um, who's buying it so like yeah it's just this guy manipulating a, a security um anyway so hopefully they're fucked they've got like a year i think before all this all this gets settled but that's my nft rant for the day how are you all feeling confused but um grateful you're, for your nft rant <laughs> yeah it's not you're not confused because you don't get it. You're confused because it's just too stupid to be real. Yeah, that's yeah. that's correct. That that's the correct. only your confusion comes from a place of like how could the, how could it be this dumb? And how could I it don't be know. this dumb? I, I don't. That's know. exactly right. I I yeah. 
This species put a man on the moon. And <laughs> but I have gotten more and more comfortable with accepting that. Like, yeah. over the past couple of years, it's not just NFTs. It's lots mm. of things where I'm it's like, everything. And so you just have to um, uh, get comfortable with the unknowing. <laughs> yeah, embrace the stupid. Uh, embrace the, the stupid. The clueless. You know, this ties into another piece of news because last oh. last week, um, Richard Kianka, uh, better known as Lotax, founder of the Something Awful forums, uh, mm. died, um, and he had he was uh, not a good person. Uh, uh, was a, a spousal abuser um, on a number of different cases, like uh, squandered every opportunity and piece of good fortune that came his way. But he also invented like the modern, a, a huge chunk of like digital culture that even persists in the social media era. Like something awful is where memes in a lot of cases got started. It's the first time you had like people on an internet community like going into the real world to like go after the Church of Scientology and shit. Like it, it it's a very important piece of foundational digital culture. And Richard Kianka had a motto for the website that he ran into the ground called "The Internet Makes You Stupid," which <laughs> is the the only thing he ever really got right. Um, it's pretty true. It's so fucking dumb. Everything is so goddamn stupid. And like NFTs, they don't really like the, the environmental impact is horrible. If you view the total environmental impact of <laughs> NFTs on like a global scale, it's not problem number one. But the, the, sheer, the sheer scope of how dumb NFTs are as a concept is offensive to the soul. Yeah. And how much dumber they'll get. Yeah, they'll like, only get dumber. Yeah, starting off everything. here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Blasting off to Mars, to Muskville. They go to Muskville, by the way. I'm looking yeah. at this stupid fucking what? show. It's of course they go to Muskville. Two chains, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, good. So there's somebody knows what they're doing. That's good yeah. to hear. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> Executive like... produced by two chains. <laughs> Oh Allegedly. fuck! I just Baby. Have you 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 should look at the lazy lions art if you really want to get angry. The lazy lions. Yeah, they're, it's all it's, the same shit the though, right? It's all it's the same like, shit. Yeah, it's just procedurally generated crap. Like someone drew one monkey and then plugged a bunch of fucking accessories into an algorithm. Excuse no, me. Lions. Excuse me. <laughs> they're hideous, right? Like it's not just lazy art; it's like offensively shitty. I mean, right? It's just like want exactly. to embrace it's, it. Like, yeah, we don't give. This is like assault wow. on your eyes, art in general. And like, I, I hate can't it. believe it's... you said that I should look at these. <laughs> uh, you, I, I. There's something important. I haven't quite figured out how to write about this yet, and and like what what it, uh, this is all kind of like swirling around in my head for me, but like. It's just, I, I, I think as, as a student of history, you, you have to avoid acting as if there's a privileged position within time to stand from, right, in terms of like making judgments about things and, and how dumb things are. And it is true that incredibly dumb things were, have been going on all throughout history, and that's, that's made up the majority of international relations, <laughs> at least, is, is very dumb things. But... I'm I'm not a historian, but I am a, a student. I, I do study history quite a lot, and this is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard of people doing. Absolutely. Like we've done a lot of stupid stuff, but this is so fucking dumb. Well, what like, it really is is a, a an alarming sign of our evol devolution, evolution, whatever you want to call it, um, <sighs> culturally. 
<laughs> I don't know if that's the case. I I think it's like this is the way things go. You don't. I know. think I think devolution again is kind of acting from within a, a privileged position in in time and and taking the stance that like I, something else that I experienced some other moment in, in history I think was better now for these reasons and so I guess kind of the way I prefer to look at it is not that like this is bad because things were better before but like the sure. the the stupidity of this um would not have been possible in another era the kind of we we invented a new kind of dumb for this yeah. right throughout history people invent new kinds of stupid and this is like this is something new being born right now we haven't fully seen the shape of this kind of stupid yet sure that's a a, a better way of approaching it than just a yeah. blanket devolution that's the jokey thing but you know yeah um, this is a th- this is a choice like, people are trying to make yeah the direction that we are going yeah or at least um, tease to like people and like influencers and like there's gonna yeah. be like social capital tied up to it and like and, well, and I guess what's scary is like this might work. It, it might be in in terms of the metrics by which you, you people govern society. Um, th- this might they might decide like nope, this was a great idea, burning up huge chunks of carbon into the atmosphere in order to make procedurally generated monkey pictures into lazy cartoons is the way we want the human race to work. I mean, just in general, it's astounding. I know. I know it might happen. We might be seeing this happen. But in Mm. general, it just astounds me that a a whole new industry has emerged that is very bad for the planet, despite the conversations that we all have every day. (laughs) That we're like, yeah, let's get behind this thing. And I know that in the scheme of things, there's lots of stuff that are bad for the planet, just like you laid out earlier. Yeah. But a new thing that we all acknowledge. This is so much. It, it, it's one thing. It's one thing to give. It's one thing to kill the world by giving human beings what we've always wanted, which is right. like a horse that can never die um, and protects <laughs> us from the rain and plays our favorite music. Right? right? right. Like that. But and this that's is new. that's dumb. That was a bad decision. But it may like historically, you you can see like it's the same thing with like air travel. Horrible for the environment. It's fulfilling a dream there's man no, has had for there's forever. There's no going back now. Yeah. on air travel as, as opposed but... to like so we're we're doing horrible damage to the environment in order to turn pictures of monkeys into commodities. Like, that's where we're at. Like, what? That's, that's, Why? Terrible pictures of monkeys. Yeah. All right. Let's be terrible. Clear. Ter- horrific pictures of monkeys. Um, Guys, anyway, yeah. that's that's all I have to say. I, you I know just, what that? Yeah. It was a lot. And I Thank you. It. I'm we sorry. Take a break. Don't be sorry. You just. We get to take a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get to take a break. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. 
Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene! Run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back, and I think during the break, I I came up, I came to the conclusion of like what is so offensive about NFTs to me. It's the yeah. it is the end of all pretense of the American dream in, in term in terms of like the pretense that like in the United States you can be born poor and you can through good decisions and careful work. Uh, become a business owner and and own your own business and make and raise your your class and your position in society and like anyone can do that. That's like the, the that's the American myth, right? Um, and so past scams like Amway and the like latched onto that myth by saying like this is a way for you to make your own business and raise to become a, a rich person, raise out of the working class, and you can do it if you just work hard enough. And that was a scam. The whole thing was always a scam, like even outside of Amway. But it was a scam with an understandable dream attached, which is like I I want to believe that with hard work. I can improve my position in the world. That's an empowering thing to believe when you come out of the beliefs that people had before about like, yeah, your social position is born and you it cannot be moved. You know, you're a serf, you'll die a serf. That's the way it works. You know, there's there's absolutely no mobility. Coming out of that world, it was like this big deal. And every scam that's hit this country since has like latched onto parts of it. But there was there was a core there of like this dream of through your own effort rising ahead in the world as opposed to the kind of the core of the NFT scam isn't through your own effort you can rise ahead in the world it's if you buy the right procedurally generated monkey picture you could become a billionaire 
That's the promise of NFTs. And I it's how to make the most amount of money with the least amount of effort. Yeah. You can get you can get that sweet Elon Musk tweet and like it's 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 my nephew who's way too old to believe that Elon Musk is very cool. Yeah, because it would be cool to have billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, what else yeah. should we talk about? I don't know. Oh, not real NFTs. quick. When you, when you, if you guys were, did make the mistake of googling the lazy lions and seeing the images in the image search, oh, if horrible! You do, if you scroll down. You will be treated to actual pictures of lazy lions, and it's really cute. <laughs> yep. Now that sounds like that sounds like so, a good thing to be trading that's, around. That's just uh, exactly. I, I I would I would take know, a picture I can of a imagine, lazy lion. I can imagine a utopian civilization in which human beings are able to like store the the emotional and mental like data of of seeing something for the first time and share that and then the the currency in that world does become the cutest things you've seen an animal done yeah, yeah do yeah. cuz like then everyone can relive that moment that your cat fell in that ridiculous world whatever i that would be a much saner base for a system of currency i think um just, should well, these fucking i'm sorry these fucking stupid apes in their stupid <laughs> spaceship Escaping Earth, which is destroyed. Why do you think the Earth is destroyed? You stupid fucking NFT. We've you spent like what I just the fuck need to say that we've we've spent so much time talking about a trailer that none of our listeners saw. They just listened to us react to. It's fine radio, baby. Fine, Quality. fine radio. Let's let's talk about other things. Yeah, uh, Cody, you'd said yeah. Okay, well, Alex Jones, guys. How about? Oh how yeah, about he Alex lost. Uh, God, being... what is this? His fourth case? Paying for his words once again. Um, yeah, it's like it's uh, it's definitely not his first. <laughs> probably not his last. Mm, probably not yeah. his last. Um, yeah, yeah, he's found liable um, by default. Um, yeah, for defamation. Yeah. Um, Which because of the lies, almost he told doesn't about happen. The Sandy Hook uh, shooting. <laughs> Like it's very difficult. Like very rarely does a case like this end by default. It's like almost unheard of because it just means that the court kept saying, "Okay, as a result of this case, you are legally obligated to provide us with X." And Alex Jones and his lawyers always said, "No." the The guy they had acting right. as the representative of the company, like that's an official person you have to designate in this kind of a case. Is like who's who is speaking for the company? The guy that they picked for that wasn't told that was his job when he went in to be deposed. <laughs> like, Hell in yeah. the deposition, you can hear him find out that he's representing. Knowledge Fight's done some incredible coverage of this. But yeah, he's he keeps losing cases. Um, it should put him out of business. Um, uh, speaking of his business, I, this, through this, I discovered that one of his companies is called Free Speech Systems, which I guess I yeah. think is kind of yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. It's good um, stuff. Um, it's, yeah good stuff i mean th- this thing is disgusting i mean i knew that this has been going on but in this news breaking and reading through everything i had forgotten just how disgusting it is i'm just gonna the shooting this is from the ap the shooting was portrayed on jones's info info war show as a hoax involving actors aimed at increasing gun control uh jones has since acknowledged the school shooting did occur but families of the victims said that they have been subjected to harassment and death threats from Jones's followers because of the hoax conspiracy pushed by on Infowars. I I just stopped to think about that. 
for a moment because we're talking about this and making jokes. But what this represents, these people, I mean, the the greatest tragedy. And then to have years and years and years of this fucking clown making their life a living hell. Uh, anyway, there's no megaphone. point here. I, um, I just feel like it's important to acknowledge what this is about and what happened here. Yeah. Um, yeah he's a gross man. And, uh, you know, like the records that he was supposed to release were related to whether or not he profited from spreading misinformation right. about and this. He um, wouldn't. So maybe which he absolutely did. Maybe he definitely profited from that. Yeah. And they're going to, you know, appeal this and everything and, and push for this. And they're just trying to say like, there's no proof that we did this. Well, you're not providing proof that you didn't, man. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so you I mean, it, it, Alex does this every time. It's like the it's like when you bring up things that he's said um, in like criticizing him, he'll say, like, if you play a clip from it, he'll say it's taken out of context. Like it uh, it doesn't matter. The only the only thing that matters from this is that fucking God willing, they will destroy the ability of Infowars to operate as a company through the lawsuits as a result of this. Um, that That's all I think we can really get from it. Um, yeah. yeah, I so this is sort of related because um, it's the same same kind of little little monster. Um, I don't know if anyone else saw this. Uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Ooh, a name I haven't uh, heard in a minute. Is uh, <laughs> you know, he, he's going through his like, I'm no longer gay phase. Like I, <laughs> I'm converted and I'm straight now. Um, I'm a reasonable, like respectable uh, guy now. Uh, he is currently selling uh little Virgin Mary statues on a uh, church militant dot shop, uh, UVC type. Great. Show. What? Um. Yeah. Love that the uh, church militant has its own shopping network. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's him next to this like sixty, seventy year old lady, uh, just trying to sell these little Mary statues, um, as if. Nothing else happened before this. Um, it's very, very funny. I don't know if you want to even like. What's he play being? The clip a, of it. So wait, how do they describe him on the channel? Like, what does he? Uh, I haven't seen. I I don't know. Like, why like, is he? I've, here? I, I, What's his? I've seen selected clips. Uh, so I I haven't seen like the introduction of this show. Like, hi, I'm this person, and here's Milo. Do not Google him, <laughs> but he's here to uh to sell these for you. Um, it's very, it's just very entertaining to watch. If you have, if you have the time, check out Milo Yiannopoulos Christian Church Militant YouTube shopping. Look network. at <laughs> him sitting on this screen next that little old that old lady selling stuff. It's so, it's so weird, like to see this uh, adoring virtues, adoring virtue statue. Eighty-seven fifty. What a deal! Mm -hmm. What a deal! What a freaking deal! Right? Oh, look at him. Um, Gross. It's not news, um, and it's not super related, but uh, they're the same person to me. <laughs> um, and yeah. uh, good for him. I'm glad he's landing on his feet. Well, yeah, you know, I, 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 I it's just good to see someone working. You know, yeah, glad that he's got got something going on. You know. On yeah, hard time. Uh, he's yeah, he's he's all over this channel. Um, dot shop. Um, God, that's bleak. Yeah. Y y'all want to help me dis determine something? Yeah. 
So there was this, there's this fucking video going around from the Laura Ingram show oh. where uh-huh. it's rough. Um, it's supposed to be like the, the name of the segment is L- Numbers Don't Lie, Viewers Like Woke Free TV. And so I think it's about how uh, woke TV is uh, uh, not getting good ratings or some shit. Hmm. Um, that's what it's supposed to be about. This comes apparently just in the middle of uh, of, of the segment. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, is it another thing that we're going to listen to? Yeah. Uh, we probably so. should. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if it's a bit or not. Um, I have opinions on this, but we'll yeah. listen to it first. Have yeah, you, we'll listen you've to already it first. seen this, Cody? I saw it earlier, yeah. Yeah, it's going, I just checked it, like I just saw it for the first time right before we started recording, so Wait. I had, and it doesn't, there doesn't seem to be. Wait, is this the you thing? It is yeah, it is, it oh, is the you thing. Oh God, it was, Katie. I'm excited. I just can't Katie, fucking tell if this is a bit or, or real. No, it's fucking real and it's really fucking funny. Okay, sharing. Katie, I'm so excited for you to see this. <laughs> you know, I was watching an episode of uh, You where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on You. <laughs> what, 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 what was on me? What are you talking about? Right? What, the, is Raymond even hearing what I'm saying? I never had the measles. was on You. We never did a <laughs> we never did a measles and vaccine episode. Am I? Is this a joke? I, know. I don't even know it what you're w- talking about. It was on you. It was on you. I've never had Raymond. I've never had measles. What are you talking about? This is stupid. It was an episode of a show, Laura. What's it called? You. What is you. It about? It's called you. I've never done a show on measles. I I just completely oh. give up. We gotta get it's on. It's a show I, I give up. called You on Netflix. There's a show called Loring on Netflix. Ah! What are you talking about? I'm moving on to Adele. I can't explain this to What's you. He the pop about? singer. Oh, so I, wow. Oh, wow. I don't know. Incredible. I, don't, I think I don't it's know. real. I think it's fucking real. I, I think know. it's No, that surreal. is 100% real. I think it's are, are real. Are you sure? That I seems think it's like real. a fucking. I mean, I think is there it's a debate real. about this? Online? Did she yeah, there's, a, there's a hearty debate about this. Did online. she come out and be like, uh, uh, I was joking or something? And was like, I understood the whole time because uh, you didn't. You didn't. You just, you didn't. She she seemed to be getting flustered a bit about it. It's there's also. A show called Laura. <laughs> it's, it's, it's clearly, it's obviously an Abbott and Costello bit. Um, I made a joke about that on Twitter that like this is the Thousand Monkeys typewriters version of, of of the works of Abbott and Costello. But that's also like the kind of harmless uh, old timey comedy that a bunch of right wing ghouls would pick to replicate on their show for some baffling reason. I would need to like sit down and look at the con- Cody. Have you seen more of the context of this? No, I haven't seen well, nothing before. Yeah. This. I would have to look at an episode of the Ingram angle. <laughs> I don't well, know. like apparently they've done like things like this before. Okay, not, well, not exactly some this, context, but like but... they've done bits. It's like because the thing is, if it's not planned, it's extremely funny and embarrassing. Uh, if it is planned, it's very stupid and boring. If it's planned, it's very <laughs> stupid and boring. But I um, and what's the point? Which I guess means. <laughs> well, you know what? We're talking about it. So <laughs> we're talking about mission it. accomplished, right? I guess, yeah. I mean, we're just here's the about thing. Shit today. You're saying you're saying t- that it's very clearly a comedy act or whatever. No, and I don't. Perhaps, it's it's not me, funny my, enough to be. My clearly pushback comedy. is if it's clearly a comedy act, make it clear that it's a comedy act. <laughs> you know? I don't. I it, it, the it, I think what it is is more evidence that 
that side of the population in this country has gotten so we've gotten so pulled apart yeah. that it's like I grew up watching Fox News every day and I'm like I don't I don't fucking know what they're going for with this shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is just this is right. just ridiculous. Well, also like her whole show is like a bit like it's just it's like the entire thing is just like they're all a bit but like they yeah. don't tend to do this again i'm not a regular watcher of laura ingram i i think she was a no it was greta van Susteren who was the the big lady anchor on fox when i was a kid right but, but there's a um, there's like a moment uh uh where the same guy fell out of his chair um on, on the same episode uh, no, 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 no. It's from uh, 2018. Here we go. It's uh, You might have remembered when they took a... They Okay, it's when they took pictures of themselves with Bud Light. It was during the Kavanaugh hearings. Oh, and they God. were like oh, joking God, about how that's people. cool. And so they got Bud Light out and then they tried to take a selfie. And then he fell out of his chair. And she says they did it on purpose. Uh, so like it's just like this, this so weird like limbo space of like, they do these things that either don't quite work or they do them accidentally and then they claim that they did them on purpose. Um, I'm excited. I don't know. Cody, you know what I'm really excited for? When when these these beautiful, precious moments from the Ingram angle are turned into NFTs so that you can digitally own it. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that God. be fun? You're, you joke, but my God. No, oh, absolutely. Oh, That's where oh, it's heading, baby. You joke, if you, it just, doesn't... you just said it, and now one of our listeners, one of you mm -hmm. guys is going to take that idea and run with it. Yeah, this um, is your chance to be a millionaire. Yeah, you got like a year, right? You got This is your window. Yeah, yeah you got about a year. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and shoot the shit some more. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Welcome to the worst year ever. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. It's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Oh! 
Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh gosh, we sure are. We sure are. God is good. Welcome back to the Ingram Angle. Oh wow, we do little bits. Are we gonna little bits? Little bits. You can't quite tell if there are jokes or not. Um, Michael Flynn. That was pitched as an idea that we talked about. Steve Woke Bannon. TV. Has anyone ever done like a like a Michael Flynn, Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman mashup? No, that but seems that seems doable. Another idea, just yeah. for the masses. You're just spewing yeah. gold today, Robert. <laughs> just, 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 just like, throwing out money making opportunities right now. <laughs> so yeah, Michael Flynn's in the news this week. <laughs> uh, is it because he's? <laughs> is it good? No. Uh, for a comment that he made during a speech uh, to a conservative Christian audience um, on, uh, what's this called? The Reawaken America Tour in Texas. Uh, he, he said, Oh, God. If we're going to have one nation under God, which we must, we have to have one religion, one nation under God and one religion under God, right? All of us working together. <laughs> What the fuck is that? <laughs> what is he trying I don't know. to What is he doing here? He's leaning he's leaning in, leaning hard into it. Right? Like this is what the this is what like the Republican Party generally wants, right? Like Yeah. It's like yeah. he's like he's like he's so uh deep in uh getting away with stuff and just like being in the news kind of and not really that he can just well, sort of say this stuff out loud, right? Yeah. You know, these articles like what is this in the article? James Clapper of Mike Flynn today is not the Mike Flynn of prior to 2014 that I know. Um, uh, yeah. You know, Thanks, this this guy's <laughs> changed. You know, I mean, he got in deep shit. Uh, he was cooperating in the investigation with the Russian, you know, collusion, whatever. Ugh. Oh my God, we've been through so much. Um, you know, <laughs> what a fun couple of years. Yeah, then twenty years ago, he flipped and campaigned hard for you know, Donald Trump. A pardon from Donald Trump, which he got. So he's just a living example of everything. 
thing these days. You know, it's like he's yeah, going to keep doing it. He's doing it because he can and he gets away with it. And there's nothing left for him except to lean in harder now, you know? Yeah, that's the thing that happens when these people like go go so far off the edge. Um, and it's, I don't know, there's a lot of conversation about like, I don't know. Um, how do you how do you handle the fact that with mass media, anyone you try to like punish for doing something objectively terrible, and he's done a lot of fucked up shit, is uh is not gonna just like find a fan base and uh uh become a millionaire talking about how we need to murder all the non Christians. Yeah. Like, what do you I don't actually know what the solution to Mike Flynn the problem is. It's it's a it is a, a sticky wicket for society to try to answer. Because <laughs> if you're gonna have free speech and presidents who can pardon people and uh, a political system that works the way ours does, you're going to have Mike Flynn's and Mm -hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't even matter. He's, he doesn't matter as an individual. There would be people like him who would make the decisions he's making because he's just making perfectly rational decisions for a guy in Mike Flynn's position. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I don't know what we do about this. Uh, um, well, I don't invite either. him on the pod. Yeah, I mean, yeah, him, he's welcome like, on the pod, of course. Yeah. Open invitation. Um, yeah. Why the fuck not? <laughs> we can uh, talk to him about the come of elected leaders. Yeah, I'm sure he's got now, a lot Mike, of insight. I bet he has that. a lot of insight. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do we do about it? Steve Bannon was indicted this week. Yeah, he sure was. I guess we'll he see sure if that was. means anything. It's, uh, I don't it know. I, I, he's already out on, out I, with, uh, without bail. I mean, <laughs> If he were, the arraignment comes Thursday. Um, I, yeah, I don't feel great about this. I don't feel great about contempt of Congress as like a thing we go after people for. Well, it's not going to be much no matter what. Like even no. if he gets, it's like thirty days. It, it's 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 <laughs> and a thousand dollars. Nothing but help yeah, him. It'll be a, it'll like be a fine. they're not. It's because and it's because they're not willing to go after him for like. Well, you could make a pretty strong legal case that he tried to incite a revolution, like a violent overthrow <laughs> of the government, which is like pretty serious crime. <laughs> like you could be, you can, you can get some hard time for trying to overthrow the entire government of the United States. Um, but again, it's yet another like compromise and half measure in dealing with the coup, which means we're going to have another fascist coup. That's the way they work. That's what I mean. I was like, just because it didn't happen yet doesn't mean he's not still working for it. Yeah. Well, right. He's I, like going to. Yeah, get like he's a fine. Like, that's just he gets setting on TV, the stage. Uh, lets himself uh, get in front of the camera and paint himself as like this sort of like martyr figure for a brief moment until he pays the fucking fine uh, and give his little speech about the future and where we're going. I'm What's ball. fun is that Mike Flynn has also been subpoenaed. <laughs> yep. He's just spending his life testifying in front of. <laughs> Uh, anyway, mm. sorry. Just laugh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm I'm doing the thing that happens to me at the end of every year, which is I've completely given up on society and civilization, and I'm willing to walk into the woods. And hopefully, by the time be reborn. We'll, yeah, by the time we get to like Jan, Feb next year, I'll be I'll be ready to reengage with the world in a productive manner. But I'm I'm just I'm. I'm not I'm just I, at my wits end with it right now. I am too. I think we all are. I feel well, like let's put this into context. I mean, we none of us have had vacations in forever years. 
has yeah. been a slog. And um, it's I mean, time I went to break. Syria. That was nice. You went to Syria. That for was nice. A vacation. It was part of the vacation. Yeah. It was. It was nice. It was. It, it was a good n- part of the vacation. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was a lot better than than working all the time. I mean, That's I guess true. I've had a week off here or there, but not the yeah. same thing. Yeah, it's been a um, while. So, yeah, we, we've been talking, guys, about how we can have some fun for the rest of the year on the show, and we've got some ideas. We're gonna have some fun. <laughs> um. Yes, we we are going to um launch an NFT band. Uh, mm-hmm. based off of pictures that Katie and I have taken of Cody in yep. mm-hmm. moments where he trusted us. Uh, yep. it's the it's the Cody collection. There's thirty thousand images. Um, yep. and mm-hmm. you can and if you own them, you have the right to monetize Cody's image. Um, you yep. could cast mm-hmm. him in your own yep. NFT cartoon. Yep. Yeah. Correct. Yep. And yeah. I encourage one you image to do so. for every song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thirty thousand songs <laughs> coming your way. Cody, maybe you should make yourself an F- NFT and make an album to go with it or something. Mm-hmm. I I will never participate in NFTs in any way. Uh, unless unless it's very funny. Right, but so maybe Look, maybe my, so maybe yeah yeah yeah. My my line remains the same, which is that I will I will take on any deal in exchange for a bear cat or equivalent armored vehicle. But in the case of NFTs, their credit is no good, and I will need the armored vehicle provided to me in full before I will I will mm. say anything nice Does about it. Does the NFTs. Tesla Cybertruck count? Absolutely yeah. not. In no, yeah. under no <laughs> circumstances. <laughs> no. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I can't believe I met someone who bought one. Anyway. Well, I mean, whatever. They're, they're it's, it's, I'm sure it'll be fun. Most I mean, Tesla products, they're kind of old for electronic cars now, but like they're fun. Um, like I get why people like them. It's the same thing. Like the the Rivian, though. Like, the looks, truck. The well, no, I I don't. Well, I don't enjoy the design aesthetics of the Tesla truck, but the, I know the people truck who looks do. Like a nightmare. I mean, it yeah. looks like it will eat you. It's it not. Might. It's it's it not might. a. It's not a boring design. So I don't know. People like to own weird shit. That makes sense to me. The fact that people might want to own a ridiculous space car that looks like the fucking vehicle from Halo. Sure. Um, like, oh yeah, I get why people are gonna buy that fucking thing. Um, and whatever, it's a thing. Uh, at least it has it crosses that barrier. It is a of thing. actually it, being a thing. Well, yeah, it is a like thing. Capable, you can do stuff with broken, it. Yeah. Capable of being broken when you punch its window. On yeah, but capable. But capable of moving. Even if it's also a terrible people? truck, no, a terrible true. truck is better than the best drawing of a monkey. I, <laughs> like, look, there's from no a utility perspective. <laughs> no disagreement. I just don't want to date the person driving that car. That's I, that's fine. Everyone has the right to. I won't date anyone who drives a Mitsubishi. You know, we have our we have our opinions. Our lines um, in the sand. Mm-hmm, our drawn. lines in the sand. That's right. That's right. Toyota or die. Oh yeah. I yeah. really like my Subaru. Um, have we done it? Have we discussed all the things? That yeah, we're this is today? this is legally. Sophie is legal, giving us the sign off. <laughs> this was legally an episode. I gave you two uh, thumbs up. Right. I will say we did want to briefly mention uh, Britney is free. Britney is uh, free. Oh, that is that is good. That is nice. Uh, for conservative ship. Uh, so if you are in a conservative ship, be a famous uh, millionaire, yeah. and ma- yeah. maybe you too can one day get out of it. Um, I did see. Uh, I think yesterday. 
being passed around these photos of her in her car. Like, oh, look, she's free. Look, she's a free woman. I'm so happy. And like, maybe leave her alone. Yeah, yeah maybe like, don't. Have we not maybe... learned our lesson here? Maybe leave her alone. Maybe, maybe leave just her leave her alone. alone. Yeah, that's my I attitude towards it. that's a towards great, it. a great note to end on. Yeah. For today. Um, leave her the fuck alone, guys. And have a great Thanksgiving next week. Yeah. Yeah, we won't, you know what? We won't be dropping an episode next week. Uh, but we'll yeah. be back the week after that. With something oh, fun. But we're something fa- fun. We're thankful I, I, for you. I would like to also extend congratulations to friend of the pod, J.P. Morgan, uh, who is suing mm. Tesla for breach of contract relating <laughs> to Elon Musk's friend tweets. Friend of the pod, J.P. Morgan. And they, Morgan. they want $162 million from him immediately. And in this instance, I, I support J.P. Morgan because I think it would be funny if Elon Musk paid officially became the man who paid $162 million to tweet. For tweets. Yeah. <laughs> Like the, the money's going to be in a in a bad person's hands either way. It might as sure. well be funny, and it's funny. Might as well be funny. It's right, very funny. funny. Yeah, uh, really yeah. Funny. Just, just just so he can tweet four twenty and sixty nine. <laughs> it's incredible. Heck, good stuff, Elon. What an amazing. What a what a world that we what live in. Silly, what a silly NFT of a world. Yeah. Anyway, Bye. get your monkeys and lions. Lovely. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.